good vibes. A good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. The Knutsons. have taken control as to bring you this special show. Who are the Knutsons? Only good vibes. Only good vibes is the plan. Only good vibes, good vibes. Okay, this is called the Knutson Effect. How are you, Max, in yogurt? Yeah, doing good, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah good. not too bad. Just in the John there, I'm, I'm trying to do a, a cardio workout called Sean T and Sanity Max 30, and it's kicking my ass, Maxine. Are you doing every day? Yeah, I'm trying to get fit after lockdown, and it's not working, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, you got to stick at it. Yeah, it's all about consistency. Consistency gives results, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of motivation for you two here. I'm liking this. <laughs> we'll turn it on again. <laughs> So have you been through the, the lockdown period, Maxine? You've been keeping yourself busy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, at the start, it was kind of like, you know, we were all sort of, you know, we all didn't really know sort of how long it was going to last, did we? So yeah. um, I, think, I think every month from that, we've all been in hope that things are going to be returning back to normal, um, mm-hmm. you know, really soon. But obviously now it's, it's getting longer and longer and um, yeah. we still sort of don't know what exactly is happening but um, mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've just been literally keeping busy with production um, yeah so I've got lots of stuff finished I'm just finishing off now my first album awesome so um, yeah really excited about that and then um, yeah it's just been a really good project to work on especially in in lockdown it's just given me oh. loads of time to like finish it all off and stuff so yeah awesome yeah. look forward to hearing that what kind of stuff can we expect from that then Maxine so there's a mixture. Um, I mean, I've worked with about five different uh, vocalists on the album. Right. So some are like female vocals, like singers, and then the others are like um, more like spoken word stuff. All right. So yeah, it's been really fun. It actually, the project started like before lockdown. Um, so it's, it's been in the making for, some, for a little while now, but because yep. we're now in lockdown, it's just given me more time to like, you know, progress really with like. Yeah. So see when you've you've been doing your collaborations, have you mainly kind of doing that online with people and kind of going backwards and forwards that way throughout the, the whole lockdown thing? Yeah. Well the um I mean the collabs on the album, we actually finished them um, we actually sort of got the main ideas like they were they were nailed sort of before oh. lockdown. Oh, right. Um but the I recently did a collab with Amanet and Dance and um yeah that was just literally online so um, I had an idea, I had a few ideas, and then I sent them over to the guys. They chose one that they really liked, and then, um, it, yeah, it was, it was quite a smooth process, really. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't too much, like, going back and forward. It was just, like, they, they chose the idea, worked on it a bit more. I made some tweets, and then, yeah, I think a few more, a few more little backs and forths, and then it was all, all complete, so, yeah. I think lockdown's given us time to just do the little niggly bits that no one likes to do with production, isn't it? It's always fun putting the ideas down and then it's like, I'll, I'll, go, I'll come back to that later on at some point, you know, and it's just yeah. never happened. Uh, yeah, 100%. It's been really good just to like, yeah. you know, 
are really focusing on mm. everything. And, yeah. yeah so how did you um, how did you get started with the whole music thing, Maxine? What was your kind of journey to getting to where you are now? I guess that's a big question, actually. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, uh, you got? <laughs> it's quite a lot to say, but um, yeah, it kind of started. I so I'm from uh, near Brighton. I'm from a town near Brighton, uh-huh. um, and I moved from my hometown that I've grown up in like my whole life. I moved there from there to London. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at that time that I started getting into music. Yeah. Um, so I think it was around six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, literally, I, just, I moved to London, and I, I knew the scene there was like really good for house, you know, house yeah. music. And from where I'm from, there wasn't like loads and loads going on. So I knew that um, that kind of like moving to London could really like expose me to more more stuff and more. Yeah more DJs, more clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was at that point that I started to learn how to mix. And then, um, yeah, I always knew that I wanted to mix house music. That was always, you know, that was always a genre that I absolutely loved. So, yeah, just started putting out mixes and um, getting in touch with, like, some venues and promoters. And then, yeah, yeah you know how it is. You get, you know, you, you play it at one place and then you might meet some more people there and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth, and then it leads to something else and, and more opportunities. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I started DJing before I learned how to produce. So, um, production came about a year after um, I'd been DJing. So, I was always like really curious just like how you can create your own sound, um, yeah. you know, build, build something of your own. And, when I when I kind of looked at the people that inspired me, um, you know, I looked looked at their career path and what they did, they had achieved themselves, and you yep. know, you can you can see that you know they're releasing their own music, mm. they have their own sound, they have a may have a label or yeah. run their own events, and so for me, I was always like, you know, why not? try and reach, you know, your maximum potential sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. So I just got stuck right into production about a year in after mm-hmm. after I'd learned how to DJ. And um, yeah, it, you know, it's hard at it's hard at first with production because there's just so much to take in and Did you smash any com- uh, did you smash any computers up, Maxine? <laughs> almost. Have a frustration. Yeah. Yeah, almost. We've all been there. A few keyboards. We've all been there. <laughs> 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 uh, no, literally at first, it is, it, it is like that. You know, you watch, because... Yeah, you've got to stick it out. The thing now is we've got the internet and there's so many... Yeah, yeah. You know, so much, so many resources online for us to learn stuff. So yeah. I just sort of maximize, make use of that. Um, and yeah, just watching lots of like YouTube videos and stuff. Mm. But it can get quite, you know, because you, you're trying to search for a certain thing to learn yeah. but sometimes the YouTube videos cover so much yeah it can yeah. be a bit yeah, you, overwhelming you know, at times what's that it can be a bit overwhelming at times just with exactly. the same amount of information and trying to find that particular answer that you're looking for exactly that's right so yeah it's just you know at first there's a lot to take in and you know when you're starting out as well you, you may not necessarily know a lot of other producers as well so yep. it's, it's kind of you feel quite alone, I think, at the start, unless you've got a lot of people around you. But obviously, as time goes on, you do meet, um, you know, you meet more producers, you meet other DJs, and you can reach out to them and ask for advice and, mm-hmm. 
you know, ask, ask for any you know, feedback on the track. Yeah, I think, so, I think people that are of the same kind of mindset is essential, isn't it? Because like you say, on your own, on YouTube, you can just be going to one style to the next, one sample pack to the next thing. Before you know it, you're just going around in circles, aren't you? It's a little bit yeah. like that. So you've got to really know where you want yeah, to be and, and have people around you with similar mindsets. Totally, yeah. And it's, it's easy quite, you know, to get distracted as well. Yeah. You know, like, it's especially always, on YouTube. I know. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's always recommended videos. Oh, that one, that one. And then you get sidetracked. But, um, know, the cats, sometimes they're cats and stuff. It's so damn <laughs> good. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, I've, uh, you go onto the like, and you open it up. And before I know it, you're watching a video of a, like, a cat in a hat it's dancing. A I, don't know what, I know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> so, like, uh, it's, it's, uh, you have to be like, really quite disciplined, I think, to just yeah. be like, right, this is what I, I want to learn. This is what I want to sort of achieve this week and stuff but what I, what I kind of found really helped me was um, I still do it like I always write like to-do lists so like mm-hmm. yes you know and it kind of once you write it down it holds you accountable like you have to then like yeah. you have to then learn that and, mm-hmm. and achieve that so, so I was always Sorry, when you were learning how to produce them, were you mainly self-taught or did you kind of get that bit of help along the way as well, do you think? It's a bit of a mixture. Like, uh-huh. uh, to begin with, it was just self-taught because I was I didn't really know, to be honest, when I moved to London, I didn't know many other producers. Mm. Um, yeah. until, until I started DJing, that's when I started le- meeting other producers. But, um, yeah, so at first it was self-taught. And then I think I just sat sat in with some other producers at the time, mm-hmm. and um, I bought a lot of like tutorials as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was like the D Ramirez one with the Faded Pro courses, and yeah, yeah, Left Wing Cody, and there's there's just so much, so mm-hmm. much online. Um, yeah, it was mainly it was mainly online stuff, but mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was with someone when you're watching like a when you buy like a tutorial it kind of feels like yep you know you are with with someone so it does Mm -hmm. help yeah, I've, I remember reading somewhere before they say you can't learn it all. You just can't possibly learn it all. So you have to kind of yeah harness what you want to learn from it and, and keep chipping away at that side of things. Yeah, definitely. Just take what you can it's, from it's, it. There's like so much, so much to take in, and you know, like I have, I have um, producers message me sometimes, you know, asking me sometimes, you know, for like for advice and how they yeah. can. But I think I always do say to them, like, just don't set, don't like, kind of try and learn everything. Because sometimes, as well, people try and get like loads of different plugins and yeah, yeah, loads of different stuff, and and you're trying to learn like all these different things, and it's just too much to take in. And um, yeah. I, I've just always said like, learn one plugin. Um, like might be silent or minimal, just have one yep. and just work, just get your head round that one and because a lot of them do all the same stuff anyway really. Yeah, um, definitely. So if you get your head round one um, and then just over time I think you build up like the, the sounds you like as well because I think yeah. at the start I, I was just playing around with any sort of like sample packs and stuff but yeah. As you go along, you, you find what you like. Mm-hmm. You can build like folders, you know, the, the kicks that you like, or yeah, the you know whatever the claps, the hi hats, and you just build build a catalogue of sounds, and then um, yep. 
point in time you were like, oh, okay, you know, it's all all starting to come come together now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely it's interesting. It's interesting to hear each guest's take on how they've made most of this time, basically. I was saying to John, it's looking like they're probably a little more time ahead. Because mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're into lockdown now. John can't visit me and I can't visit John. So he's got to look at my face on Zoom for like the next six I've been missing months. you so much as well. Missing you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it looks oh, like we're going to be stuck talking on Zoom for another six months, John. I'm sorry you're stuck. As long probably. as it's every day, Paul, I'm quite happy. <laughs> it was every day for a while. A lot of people have been using Zoom a lot more, haven't they? Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. When you ask people like yourself, Maxine, to come on, there's never a, a question of what is Zoom and how does that work. Everybody knows what it is and how to work it. <laughs> yeah. so it, it seems yeah. like a hassle, but I think there's going to be a lot more time ahead to just yeah, spend more time on production possibly and maybe the attention's going away from live performance a little bit. Eh? Hmm. Definitely. I think like, you know, it's, it's good now with obviously with the internet we can do like live streams and mm-hmm. yeah. You know, yeah. We can can connect with um, you know people that for example like if, if people can't necessarily come to like our gigs like say there's people in I don't know Italy that like someone's music if they don't if they're not able to get to the gigs they are actually able to connect with them now just like on a live stream so yeah. Yeah, yeah. in a way the gigs have stopped but you're still you're still uh, you're still, still able to perform to like yeah, yeah. loads of people so yeah, have you been keeping yeah, yourself busy so with the, the live streams as well? Um, yeah, I've had a few. Like we did a tour did a Beatport one. They had um, cause we released the T Two album, which was like yep. a collaborative album. Yep. So, so to celebrate that, they did a Beatport. They collabed with Beatport and did like the live stream with them. Mm-hmm. So did that one. Um, I've got one coming up. I'm going to record it next week, but that's with G- it's for Gene Ferris's. Um, he started this platform called Carnival with um, Dirty Bird. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to do a live stream with them. Yep. And then, yeah, I've done some other, other live streams as well. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I think with music, there's always stuff to do, isn't there? Like, it's, it's never yep. ending. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, always, no, uh, I, I couldn't believe it because at, at one point I was actually, it was more like a furloughed thing for two months and I still didn't have enough time to do everything I wanted to do. I was like, it was my realisation that I'll never yeah. be able to do everything that I want exactly. to do. It was crazy. Like, yeah. I was like, I'd, I couldn't even get through it fast enough. It's probably because John kept topping me up with to do list and giving me things to do. But I mean, I know, I still yeah. get more to add on to that. <laughs> oh, come on <laughs> when was that break John Jesus but, but it's, it's, that, that was a realisation it was like there's always something to do isn't there because like, if you've got that kind of productive mindset it's like well I'll, I'll do this I'll do that before you know it the day was filled up Definitely. more than all that it ever is <laughs> yeah that's it there's literally always there's always something to do so mm. yeah, have you, I, saw, um, I saw you've been DJing as well recently were you in France recently was it oh uh, yeah so yeah we did um yeah, it was about three weeks ago now. Um, but they, they just announced before I left, they just announced the um uh the lock self isolation after coming back yeah. from France. Uh-huh. Okay. So I had to self isolate for two weeks. Um okay. Well that's a studio thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean to be honest, I wasn't you know, I was in I was at home like anyway, just doing music from home, so it wasn't really it didn't affect me too much and it was just so nice to get out there and, you know, play to some people and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was like a, it was an outdoor um, setup, right. and then they had like the table sort of spread out as, and then they had a bit of a dance floor at the front. So oh, really? awesome. yeah, it was a really good vibe. 
Really nice. Is it good being out DJing again after all those months? I know. It's been like, I think the last gig before that was March, so. Yeah. Yeah, five months or so. I think it makes you appreciate it that little bit more, doesn't it? Because it's been that long, yeah. you realise what you've been missing. Definitely, 100%. I think it's interesting that you, the, the whole thing that Mark Knight's built up with Tool Room, we had Mark on a couple of weeks ago, and it's just what you guys have got going is just incredible, isn't it? The, the sort of unity with, uh, with you guys on the label. How, how did that all come about, Maxine, getting, getting involved with Mark and, and Tool Room? Yeah, well, I've always, always been a fan of Tourum and Mark's yeah. uh, music for ages. So um, I, I saw, I'd just been producing for like about just under a year. And I saw that they were doing some, that, you know, they do that at the Tourum Academy. Yeah, um, yeah. Right? So, so they do like, they've got obviously all the online stuff, but they also do like live, um, live masterclasses, like Academy, mm-hmm. like Tourum Live Academy. Academy Live session. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, so were doing one down in Brighton, and yeah, it was just coming out, and I was like, oh, I really want to go to that. I had some demos ready. Yeah. Um, I think this was sort of, I think it's like 2017. Right. Uh, yeah, around like May 2017. Um, and then, yeah, I went along, I had like some uh, production masterclasses with, with some other yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, at the end, you, you got to give them your demo. Um, so I, I think I yeah, gave them one or two tracks. And then mm. they select at the end, like, I think they selected like 10 tracks to play out to the whole room at the end. All right. Um, to give like feedback on. So yeah, that was, I mean, I hadn't been producing long. So I knew I still like had a lot to, you know, a lot to work on and things mm. so um, that's, all, that's always nervy isn't it we did that at college before yeah. and everybody just tears it to shreds it's like oh, come on yeah I know totally I mean I, well, I was I was just like I really would just want to get feedback but like, I know my tracks aren't yet ready to yeah, sort of, yeah. they're not there yet but that's the whole point of like going along to these things and just putting yourself out there so mm. it was after that session um, that I then um, you know about the when you go there you meet everyone face to face as well so yeah um, I got the emails and you know started to meet some of the team um, and then yeah I just continued because I had the email from that day I just continued to send through demos mm-hmm. yep. and then I think after like three or four more demos they then signed the next track that I'd sent them yep. and then um, yeah I think that was around 2000 and 18 mm-hmm. uh like yeah early 2018 yep and then um yeah just sort of built from that really it's it's just kind of organically naturally sort of relationships built over the last mm-hmm. yeah you know two two to three years really um but yes it's so good to be involved in them but all like you know, yeah, it's a great kind of family sort of unit, isn't it, John? The sounds of it, it's like the whole team behind Tool Room just sounds like they all work together so well, it's inspiring. Mm. Me and John yeah, can learn a couple of things because we, we just fight too much, don't we, John? There's too much. much <laughs> fight over Zoom. Fight over Zoom right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's incredible what you're doing. And obviously, there's a lot of potential with your production, Maxine, because they must get sent demos left, right, and centre, basically. Mm. Uh, no, yeah, no, that's it. I mean, I think, you know, when I was sending out demos, at the start, I always knew that, like, a lot of these bigger labels, they receive so many. Uh, demos, don't they? Mm. So yeah, yeah. how can you, you know, how can you sort of 
get get through, you know, send your demo and get it heard. So that's yep. that's why I just thought the um the academy live session mm. was just a really good opportunity because it's always good, isn't it, when you can put a face to a name. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess it's about kind of making that connection with the people and then being able to like chat to them as well and getting that feedback and progressing it to the, the next level, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. And that's that's always like that's always I advice that I say to people. If if anyone says that, oh, how do I sign my music to, you know, some of these whatever labels, the tool room or whatever, um, yeah. I just you know say if you can get to the you can get to the events if you can get to meet them face to face like mm. yeah you should try and make that effort because um yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's good advice that's good advice because I think a lot of people think it's all just internet based now don't they it's all social media driven mm-hmm. and that is a big part of it but you're right in what you're saying I think people have to get out and support yeah 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 and I think if, if especially if you want to build like a long term relationship with like a label yeah. you know you, you can build relationships over the internet it's you know mm-hmm. it, it can be done but it's still it's not as good as meeting them face to face. I mean, yeah, it's that personal it's, connection, isn't it? Definitely. Mm. But what would you say is some of your kind of best memories so far then, Maxine, your kind of best accomplishments, would you think? And where do you want to kind of head from here, really? What's, what's, what's next? Well, I think for me, like, when... Um, something that opened up a lot of doors for me was when I got signed to um, Torum as, like, a, you know, when they took me on as an artist, like, under yeah. management. So... And that was just after my first single on the main label, which was um, just over a year ago, actually. It was about, I think, like April 2019. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that getting signed to, to the label really opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, it also led to the residency um, in Ibiza, Eden, that was on Sundays. Oh, brilliant. And then from that, from that, I had a lot of releases out, like on maybe from Sound and Save Records. So, yep. yeah, I'd say that was like a, definitely a big milestone for me. And, um, yeah, something that I, I you know, could say is, yeah, just like a good, really good memory. And definitely, that's a good really achievement. really helped with my progress. Um, and, yeah, I think... Another one for me was was when I signed my first EP with Me Deep and Sound because that was always a label like I listened to Hot Society for you know as long as I can remember. Yeah. And that music, you know, the music and the labels, always stuff that I'm playing, always stuff that I'm supporting. So yep. yeah, I was really, really blown away and happy when he uh, came back and said to sign the EP. So yeah. Yep. It sounds like you've came quite a long way in a, a relatively short period of time. You've definitely done extremely well. Mm. Oh, thank you. I think it just can't, you know, it's, the more sort of time you put into something, I think you, you always see the results, don't you? And mm. I don't, I, th- I think like with, with production, especially like you don't have to be a certain, like you don't have to have like a huge background in music. Like yeah. I, I didn't um, I didn't learn, you know, I didn't do music at college or, yeah. or school, but I always loved music from a child. And I think mm-hmm. just having that connection to it, like, just drove me to want to put a lot of time into learning. And I think, yeah, you, you don't have to be any type of person or background in music to, to know how to produce. you just got to put the time in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more 
time you put into something, the more results you'll see. So. Exactly. So, Paul, you need to get back onto those uh, workouts again. Make sure you're being consistent, get the results, you know. Yeah. <laughs> my ass off here, John. Come on. I'll even stand up. I had to get wheeled in and wheeled out in this chair today, John. Come on. That's it. Was it pain, pain is just weakness leaving the body. <laughs> it is painful, like, after, after the first few workouts, after not doing it so I did that in lockdown. It was um, yeah. a... It was a like hip workout. The cell was doing online, and I hadn't really done much for a while. And I started doing that. And yeah, Mac, Maxine, you feels my pain, John. At least I've got a bit of sympathy from Maxine, unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> because John's, he has a, like a fitness instructor. He teaches. Like martial arts, oh, really? so he's yeah, just he's no sympathy for us, vaccine. <laughs> Part of the job wow. description, Paul, no, no compassion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See what I've got to put up with here, Max. Did I, did I hear that you were um, staying in Ibiza for a while as well? Did you spend a good bit of time in Ibiza, like doing your residency and stuff? Yeah, well, um, so you know, so I mentioned I moved to London. Um, from like my hometown, so I moved there for like three years, mm-hmm. and then it was after that that I moved to Ibiza. So I actually did um, I did a couple of winters out there actually. Because um, my my friend lives out there, and um, he had like he's got an apartment out there, and um, I just thought it was a good opportunity to also like go out there, get to know the island, but also just focus on like my production during the winter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that was. Yeah, winter of 2016. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was like the first winter I did. And then I spent the season of 2017, 18 and 19. I did three seasons out there. God, how did you survive, Maxine? Jesus. I know. It is, there's so much going on there. You survive you know, a week. I know. I know. <laughs> God, obviously just go easy on the partying, I think, if you live there the whole summer. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you wouldn't last otherwise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It must be quite inspiring, though, like when you're going yeah. out and you're getting to, to hear all the music, like all day during the season and stuff, then you maybe want to come back into the studio and start getting straight back to work again. Yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like as well, when I moved, when I did the seasons, that's when I really knew in terms of production, like that's when I was like, oh, this, this is the sound that, yeah, I love because you hear it in like the big clubs, don't you? Yep. It's um, yeah, that's when I kind of really found my sound, I think, and then I knew the, I knew then the direction that I wanted to sort of go in. Yeah, I think reaction, reaction from the crowd as well, and things in those big Ibiza clubs, especially Eden. That's a great club, and it's the reaction you would just be seeing exactly where you want to take your music at that point. Then. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's such an inspiring place, and there's yeah. always um, you know, there's always people you can meet out there. There's you know, events on from Monday to Sunday. Everything, you know, there's, there's something going on all the time. So I feel a bit hungover just thinking about it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> did you go out there this year or not? Yeah. Well, this year, no, I haven't been for a, for a no. long time. We went out when we were a lot younger, kind of lads' holidays and stuff, but not so much out for the yeah. DJing. But uh, no, I've not been, but me and John were thinking possibly next year getting back out, and yeah, hopefully, if this yeah. all eases off a little bit. I know, I know. Because well, it was, yeah, obviously, they had, you know, they announced that all the clubs weren't really open, so, but there's, mm. there's still so much to do out there, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of bars open, and yeah, yeah. yeah there's always like, there's always like villa parties and things going on, so I'm sure yeah. it's been such a 
Can you get us into a couple of villa parties, Maxine, by any chance? Can you get the Canutons in there? Yeah. Backstage passes. We'll just have a party on here, John. A little winter party on the on the Zoom chat. Eh? No, after we have a fight, Paul. After we oh, have yeah. a fight, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll fight you next week. After I've done more Sean T working out. All right. <laughs> we won't keep you too much longer, Maxine. Thanks a lot for taking time to chat to us. We'd like to just keep it quite casual. I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity oh, yeah. to talk to DJs around the world, basically, and people like yourself, producers, and we always learn a lot no. from. I'm chatting. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen what you've been doing and stuff, so I was checking out some of your other videos. It's really cool. Mm. So, Not yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, so what's next yeah. for you, Maxine? What, what have you got coming up next? So, I've got, um, well, production-wise, I've got uh, a track coming out in October, and um, that'll be on tour on tracks, mm. their sub, the sub-label. So, um, yeah, that's October time. And then I've got something else penciled in just before the end of the year. Um, with releases so I'm just working on finishing that off mm. and then I've got yeah so next week I'm going to record this live stream which will be going out on um, this new platform with Dean Ferris yep and then yeah I mean gigs wise I mean not there are a lot of the gigs I had this year in the summer have just sort of been rescheduled like there's, mm. yeah. there's stuff now there's stuff penciled in like rescheduled for December and oct- October time but as we sort of move along mm-hmm. and hear more news about it it's, it's still yeah, it's then like, it's playing it by ear right now isn't it just to find out make sure yeah. everything's still going to go ahead and stuff yeah so just playing it by ear in terms of gigs and then other than that just I'm literally just doing production on my stage and yep. just trying to keep the creative flow going so oh, yeah, when's it. this album yeah. coming out as well is that we're going to be getting to hear that soon yeah, well, I think um, as soon as like we have news on the clubs, mm-hmm. that's when we're looking to sort of release it. There's, there's, there's quite a few tracks on the album that are like are made to play out in the clubs, and yeah. I just want to, yeah, you know, I want to be, I want to be able to play them myself, and yeah. also just, you know, if, if I can send them around to other DJs as well, and they're playing them, it's, it's just a bit of a weird. It feels slightly weird timing to release them now, although there is. The album, you know, does there is there is some more like vocal driven stuff on there, and I feel like there is a variation on there, so you can also enjoy it like not only in the club, like maybe uh-huh. you know at home or in the gym or in the car. Like yep. I feel like there there is a variation there on the album. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yep. but I think as it stands, it will probably be like early next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll look forward to hearing that. Yep, nice one. No, thanks a lot, Maxine. It's been an absolute pleasure having a chat with you. Thanks yeah, a lot for taking time out. And I, I've, I've got a workout with Sean T right now. I'm going to go for round two. So, uh, I need to kick John's ass. <laughs> no, I'm oh. really not. I'm going to go to bed, to be honest. <laughs> no, thanks a lot, Maxine. I'm sure we'll catch yeah. up with you again soon, all right? Yeah, good chat, yeah, Maxine. Take care. Oh, cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.